G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 643 of the Train Smooth Podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmooth.com. Now, what has been going on? I've, um, I... I swim, uh, I train a bit with my son, he's he's 14 now, and um, he's, he's going well, but um, he's in a swim club, and it has been now for, um, it must be a year, pretty damn close if it's not, and he, he's made improvements, but my only gripe with the swim club is, and there's, there's levels, there's... Um, Oh, I forget what it is. Something bronze, silver, gold, and you can kind of assume that what those levels mean. And so, at the moment, he's in silver, and they're ninety-minute sessions for the most part. I, I, I think, um, and he goes three days a week. And any other swimming apart from that, he does. It's generally with me. And so, when we, they, the thing that. They mostly focus on just a whole lot of volume, a lot of swimming. They do drills and all sorts of good stuff like that, but they don't really hone in on some of these kids' techniques. And I can't always, I, I always struggle with this bit where I can't. I think why, why not one day, one weekend? You you got to book your kid in for it or something, and you, we're just going to purely focus on the technique. We're going to get some video footage of you. See what you're doing here. You need to do that there, and you know, whatever. And, but they don't, it's pure, and so I've always wondered why, and, and I don't watch too many of his swim sessions, because generally I'm swimming myself at the same time, but every now and again I will, and, um, and I, I, it's, it's a funny little thing, uh, the little setup, and it's not just his club that does it, because I thought I might swap clubs, get, you know, for find this other one but the but the other clubs uh, do the pretty well do the exact same thing so i so i and when i do swim with him i'm not really looking at him um because either i'm on his feet or he's on my feet <laughs> generally when we're doing swim sessions and so the other day i did i said let's do some video work um so we did some video work of it of a of of him of his swim um got the gopro out and all that good stuff and he wants to go to gold he wants to be at that level and to do that he needs to to, to qualify to get into gold he's got to swim 10 100s leaving every one minute 30 and so he can, he could probably do two of them um and then followed by another two maybe 135 at the moment and then it then it just drops off dramatically from there so he, I, he can either keep doing what he's doing, and he will eventually get to that. May, you know, probably this time next year. Maybe I'll add. Maybe maybe by the end of the year. I'm not sure. Just but just by doing three ninety minute swims a week with the club, um, or change some technique works. And I generally don't. I'm, I, I don't like to overbear him too much. I don't want to be one of those dads that overbear him. I write his program out every week for him, but it's up to him to do it, and it's um, and I, I'm not pestering him. And, I, and when it comes to his swim technique, I've kind, I've given him some tips here and there when I'm seeing seeing him do stupid crap. 
but generally I leave it up to the swim coaches to do it and then you find out that they're not really doing it so I said right let's do this and then anyway we're doing this video and I'm showing him I go mate when you're breathing you're 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 turning at your at your hips instead of rotating the entire body at the so I go that alone is going to be massive drag in the water and I go so for the, you know for the next you know he's now on school holidays for two weeks I go for the next two weeks let's just get that fixed and then i was then i then i could point out i found a heap of wrong with his swim which is great crap because um <laughs> you know we, we can get some good gains i go um because i think i think that tr you know because he's turning at the hip instead of and he's doing this stupid kick because of it um i, I said that could be like eight seconds a hundred just there fixing it because it's pretty bad and um, and then we can work on, you know, your left elbows, um, recovery elbows, you know, you're swinging worse than I am, you, I go, we can fix that, and then, and then your hand entry, um, needs to, to be fixed a little, and so, okay, there's a lot to, lot to work on, but let's just fix that trunk twist, so, he's excited, I'm excited, because I reckon, I reckon, it, by, I, I go, these are all not, the most quick, quickest fix either i go by the end of winter so i go in the next three four months i reckon we will have all this now and i reckon he might be in a position where he could probably get to that um get up to gold definitely i, th I think if we can fix his technique i think he could get into gold by um september october if if all goes if all goes well because he's, he's he, the fitness is there it's just that techniques really is it's like i've never noticed it that, that bad before he's like this full turn it to he's, he's like turning at the hips instead of rotating the body as as a whole so it's creating a ton of drag but anyway so that's that's what um that's what he's he's got going on um anyway today's question comes from gregory who writes who and he wrote this in nine days ago so i do apologize I uh, wrote, you talked about it before, but generally speaking, do you think it is a must to do multiple disciplines every day? Um, and as it mean, and as a mean of recovery, could you use biking and swimming for recovery because of their low impact? Also, if you are doing a bike or a swim for recovery do you suggest either although the either of those not to be hard sessions if you are using it for recovery from the pounding of the run so depends what the goal so so basically um because i read crap out loud um so basically what gregory is saying is it is it important to be doing multiple sessions a day and then when it comes to recovery should we be just doing swimming and cycling the best is that the best form of recovery so there's a few a lot a lot goes into this and we, you know as always it, it all depends um depends greatly on the, the athlete's goals the athlete's durability um the the available training hours for the athlete um they're, they're the main ones so <laughs> If you if your goal is to be the best in the world, then yeah, you're gonna have to do multiple sessions every day, most likely, and they're gonna be a combination between 
easy, moderate, hard, constantly. Um, it, it, it's it's got it's all got to make sense, and I've really, really simplified that. Um, but if you've got, uh, but if if your goals to qualify for Kona, um, you, if you look at what. Um, if you, if you, we, we, I'll talk Ironman here because I like Ironman. Uh, if you if you look at what the world champion is, what the front pack of your of most age groups are doing, what the you know upper middle pack of age groups are doing, what the mid pack age groups are doing, what the back of the pack age groups are doing, where they lie on an on an annual training volume. Um, so, for 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 instance, there's not too many Kona qualifiers doing under 800 hours a year. Most are somewhere between that 800 to 1,000 hours a year, uh, in general. Um, and then, you know, you're going, yeah, but my mate Dave in the club, he he averages, you know, six hours a week. Yeah, but there's uh, exceptions, but consider yourself. Not part of the exception. That, if, that, that's that's the way I generally look at look at things. And unless you can prove that you're a thoroughbred who doesn't need to be doing the volumes um, to achieve these goals, you can just consider yourself needing to do these goals. Now you, we can go. Oh, genetics plays a big part in this. I don't know if that's true. Um, there's a lot of information out there that kind of indicates that's not the case. What um, what indicates I, I, most people can could qualify for that? You know, do that. What they need is years at high volume. So we're talking, you know, let's say I'm a back of the pack Ironman athlete. I'd love to qualify for Kona, and chances are probably not going to qualify in the next year you know well, i just got to bump my training hours to a thousand that, that's risky <laughs> it's pretty you know jumping from you know 320 hours a year to straight to a thousand is just you know a recipe for disaster uh, so you got to gradually increase increase that over years and develop develop over years so now we're talking about um you know you think oh i'll just do that over five years might be perfect but then it may not be enough time so you got to look look at what your goal is long term and then you've got to slowly build to that so you'll be looking at multiple years of 800 to a thousand hours of training every year for it could be two three four five years to, to develop into that um and i and i've veered off there I, but the point being if for if you look at you know I want to qualify for Kona because we're on that topic, we're looking at let's let's call it a nice even one thousand training hours in a year. You get you get that one thousand training hours, and then you, you know you split it up throughout the year. You think all right, I'm going to you know I want to peak at this time. Um, you. What are your available training hours throughout the week? Can you make twenty to thirty hours of training a week, um, especially in the lead up to an Ironman? The training volume is going to be a hell of a lot higher than 
10 months out where it can be significantly lower um can you make that in in your training week so now you think well can i average three and a half hours of training a week on average some days are going to be lower some days are going to be a lot higher um and think yeah well and this is where multiple sessions come into it because you think well i've got to i've got to be swimming you know swimming you've got to be cycling you know 13 15 hours a week or 10 to 15 hours a week i've got to be running um four to six hours a week on average i've got to be uh, sorry yeah running four to six hours a week a week i've got to probably be swimming four hours a week i've got to be you know in the gym lifting an hour and a half to two hours a week um so so you start spreading all these things out throughout the week now multiple sessions going to have to play into this now you can throw in some brick sessions uh, into it as well um to help compact time or streamline things but generally speaking and you've got to recover through all this too there's no point pumping out 20 hours of a swim bike run and lifting weights in a week if you're not recovering so this is where multiple sessions come into it so you can do a, a swim in the morning you go to work throughout the day you know d- depending on the job too with you got to add all this um, extra stress in too of, a, of an afternoon now we've got a, we've got a bike ride an hour and a half and then the next morning i'm going to do a run of a morning and then that night i'm going to be lifting weights um so we generally spread it out um but everyone's available training hours are different now if you're just wanting to be a mid-pack athlete um 600 hours five six hundred hours a week's probably all you're gonna need to worry about um so now we're you know as long as you get a you know in the lead up to your big race get a good quality swimming get a good quality bike riding get a good quality running the rest is just trying to keep fitness in and around all that um so it does depend on what the goal is what your available training hours are um, how durable you are there's no point doing all that if you keep breaking down um, and what life stresses is because that's generally you know easily overlooked and I easily overlooked it while explaining all that so you do got to keep um, life stresses intact there's no point yeah no point doing a threshold run in the morning being a bricky laborer throughout the day and then at night doing another tempo run that could be a recipe for disaster as well so um as for recovery sessions um and this goes to the point of um you hear what's the what what every session needs to, to have a purpose um you generally you know you'll do a hard um you know on average a lot of athletes will do their long bike ride um on the saturday maybe a brick run off it quite possibly lifting weights that afternoon on sunday they're doing their long bike ride maybe if family dynamics allow it they might get an extra swim in on on the sunday now that that's some good volume that's made up a lot of their week in two days now it's time to recover from it so monday they've probably got an easy swim um aerobic swim in the morning but just to help um, recover from that weekend, still get still helping with um, get a little bit of something out of it. They'll go for an easy bike ride on on Monday night, for instance. That so um, for most age groupers, um, I see little value in doing recovery runs. I, I just don't 
think we're fit enough to get any value uh, to get recovery through a recovery runs i do think you need to be a high mile runner to get benefits from recovery runs so if you're running 100 miles a week going for a recovery run i see value that in that i don't see value in a 30 minute easy run for recovery if you're training 40 k's a week 50 k's a week 60 k's a week um, i i don't think you're going to get anything i don't think that's going to be the purpose of that run um you know, i like the easy runs i love easy runs i think um a 30 minute easy runs beautiful but not for recovery i i think it's just good extra aerobic miles while at while running uh, i think you'll get good benefit from that but not recovery. So that's where swimming comes into it. We can get your heart rate low enough in, um, sorry, cycling. Um, I think cycling's perfect for recovery because of you can get your heart rate and keep your heart rate low enough. You can do just do a nice, easy spin. I think it's beautiful. Swimming's um, one of those little tricky ones where recovery swims... Um, we do most of us do it wrong um generally we're looking at the pace going oh geez this is the pace i'm generally a lot faster than this and and all of a sudden it's not a recovery swim um but you but having said that jumping in the water with a kickboard and um if your legs are shot doing kick is really nice for it um doing drills can help um in the swim um but generally swimming most of us do that wrong for recovery so generally sticking with the bike helps and it helps greatly you a lot of us especially when we're used to decent volume um we're much better off doing an hour an hour 30 easy spin on the bike than doing no training at all that day we'll, we'll get more benefit from actually doing easy training um but then that depends on the athlete too some athletes that's definitely not going to be the case but the, the more years you've put into the sport, into um, your athletical development, the um, cycling definitely helps helps with that. But anyway, I think I've mumbled long enough. I don't know if I've really answered anyone's questions here, but uh, if you've got a question for the show, because you want to support the show, obviously, Tim at trainsmove.com is where you want to be punching that question. Until next episode, hooray!